Hello, and welcome to Home at Last in Mass. This is a production of Mass Housing, also known as the Massachusetts Housing Finance Agency. We sometimes refer to ourselves as the state's affordable housing bank, and you can get the full explanation of who we are and what we do on MassHousing.com. This is the podcast for first-time homebuyers in Massachusetts. We are trying to help you navigate the waters, if you will, of the home buying process, which can be daunting, especially if you are a first-time buyer. A quick reminder that you can sign up for our free home buyer tips email newsletter on MassHousing.com. In that email, we provide helpful nuggets of information that will get you more comfortable with the process and the language of home buying. We also strive to do that here on this podcast as well. On today's episode, I've got two home buyer tips for you. One about the difference between getting pre-qualified for a loan and getting pre-approved, and another about a certain monthly cost that can change after you buy your home that you might not be aware of. Finally, I'll share portions of my conversation with a guest, Mr. Rocco Leone, one of our home buying experts at Mass Housing. continues to be a challenging time for home buyers in Massachusetts. If you are consuming the news or you have been trying to buy a home, you know the challenges. We have inflation, rising interest rates, a somewhat lower than normal number of homes on the market, and as a result, higher prices. Much of this volatility can be traced to the pandemic, but it is what it is. Mortgage interest rates are generally in the 7% range right now, maybe a bit higher or lower depending on your lender and your credit worthiness. And home prices across the state are generally higher than they were pre-pandemic, although the prices have started to come down in the last several months. That is good news for you, the home buyer. We like to encourage first-time homebuyers to be optimistic, so please do not let the negative talk bring you down. There are still people buying homes all the time, both in so-called good markets and so-called bad markets. Yes, when it comes to something like interest rates, We did go from rates in the 3% range to the 7% range over the last year. And yes, that feels dramatic. But when you look at mortgage interest rates historically, over the years and decades, the really low rates of 3% were the outliers. Historically, rates in the 7 to 8% range have been fairly typical. In the 1980s, rates were even in the double digits. I'm not saying that was great, but I am saying that today's interest rates are at least historically speaking, fairly normal. I know that's not easy when your neighbor who bought four years ago has an interest rate of 3%, but there's nothing you can do to change that. Crossing your fingers and hoping rates go down is not a strategy. Rates may continue to go up, and you don't want to be left on the sidelines. Save what you can for a down payment. Pay your bills on time to maintain a good credit score. Don't take on a lot of debt and get in a first-time homebuyer's class. Now, here are my homebuyer tips for this episode. One of the first things you want to do when you start on your home buying journey is to get pre-approved for a mortgage loan. Now, you may have heard this term pre-approved, and you may have heard the term pre-qualified. They sound the same, right? Well, they are not. Pre-approval is the higher standard and the one that you really need in order to move forward on getting a loan and making an offer on a property. Pre-qualified is a lower, less scientific standard. Let's look at both. Pre-approval is defined as an assessment of financial and housing history that will give you a solid understanding of the mortgage you can qualify for and the house you can afford. If you are prepared with proper documents, the pre-approval can be completed within a day or two. 
Now let's look at pre-qualification. Pre-qualification provides a ballpark estimate of how much someone can borrow based on data the borrower submits to a lender. It doesn't hold as much weight as a pre-approval. It's typically done for free over the phone or online, and it doesn't include a credit history report. Now back to pre-approval. Pre-approval provides a definitive answer as to how much someone can borrow as well as an actual interest rate. It speeds up your buying process and it requires the completion of a mortgage application and submission of various documents that will give the lender a clear picture of the borrower. So once again, pre-qualification and pre-approval are not the same. And as you continue on your home buying journey, you want to seek a pre-approval uh, for a loan from a lender. On to the second tip. There are certain costs associated with owning a home that can cause your monthly mortgage payment to change over time. I am not talking about an adjustable rate mortgage loan. We don't do those at Mass Housing. We do fixed rate loans. A great example of a cost that can change over time is property taxes. Property taxes are set by each city or town and they periodically change. When they do, your yearly property taxes may increase or they may decrease. When you are looking to purchase a home, remember to look at the tax rate for that particular city or town where you are considering buying. Tax rates can vary widely from town to town. A good place to look for tax rates is on the Massachusetts Department of Revenue's website. Look for the Department of Revenue's Division of Local Services and then look for city and town tax rates. That's the Department of Revenue for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. They have a Division of Local Services and they publish the city and town tax rates for every city and town in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Don't want to do that? You can also ask your realtor who, if they know the area where you are looking, and they should if they're a good realtor, they will be able to help with this. We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, you know what most people are looking for when they buy a home? Peace of mind. One of the things that people worry about when they buy a home is what if I lose my job and I can't make my monthly payments? Well, Mass Housing has a terrific product that can help give you that peace of mind. We offer a product called MI Plus. It's short for Mortgage Insurance Plus. So Mass Housing's Mortgage Insurance with MI Plus was created in 2004, well before the COVID pandemic. But MI Plus was created exactly for times like these, times of economic uncertainty. Here's the deal. MI Plus helps homeowners pay their mortgage if they lose their job, providing up to $2,000 per month to cover principal and interest payments for up to six months. The benefit is offered at no additional cost on all loans insured by Mass Housing. That includes Mass Housing loans, as well as portfolio loans from our partner community banks that are insured through the Mass Housing Mortgage Insurance Fund. The innovative job loss protections provided by MI Plus remain unique in the mortgage insurance industry. Typically, mortgage insurance is paid for by the borrower but only protects the lender in cases of default. More than a thousand mass housing borrowers have received MI Plus benefits, helping them remain in their homes despite losing their job. MI Plus was created with the understanding that unemployment is usually temporary and that supporting a borrower while they look for a new job serves them better over the long term. Knowing their mortgage is covered, they are able to be patient in their job search and find the right opportunity. So keep that in mind as you are shopping for a home and a home mortgage loan. Now back to the show. 
As you know, if you are a regular listener on Home at Last in Mass, I often have a guest. Today, I will be sharing a portion of my recent conversation with one of our home buying experts, Mr. Rocco Leone. Rocco works with our partner lenders to make sure they know all about our affordable home buying loans and services, and he is also a regular speaker at first time home buyer classes. Rocco Leone, welcome to Home at Last in Mass. Great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Rocco, today the real estate market in Massachusetts is something that's in the news a lot. I think many first-time home buyers feel a little nervous about considering buying a home. They hear stories about rising interest rates and there's not a lot of homes on the market. Those are just a couple of things, but give us your take on the current market. Well, you know, we always say, personally myself, I always say that uh, to purchase a home is always a good time to buy. Because, you know, um, I've been brought up through my parents and through my heritage that, you know, realtor owning a home, and especially if you're planning on staying in that home for most of your lifetime, it is a good investment. For first-time home buyers, as the rates go up, their um, price range of how much they can afford on a monthly basis also drops a little. So, but when I first bought my first home and got a mortgage on it, you know, I was paying 7 8%. Just as a refresher, what's the value in owning? What's the difference between renting and owning? Well, in renting, you're paying and you're helping that owner of that property pay for their mortgage. And also, as the as we've seen, the values of the property increase. So when that owner is looking to, to sell their home, they have all this profit that they made. And you as a renter have helped that uh, owner pay for their mortgage. So if you own your own home, you know, you're paying for your mortgage yourself. If, you know, and, and whatever increase in the value that's yours. That's equity that you've built up that, you know, if you decide to move someplace, all the ones now you're going to have equity that you take with you uh, instead of um, helping somebody else build their own their equity as you're renting the property. You know, yeah. and renting and owning is there is a difference in, of course, you know, when you're renting, you're hoping that your landlord is good enough that things break, they come down and fix it for you right away. Mm-hmm. That, but at the same time, you know, you can't do anything you want to do in, in that apartment or home that you're renting. You can't have animals, you can't have dogs, you can't have cats, you can't have big parties, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Where when you're in your home, it's your home. You can do whatever you want with it, yeah. you know, uh, as long as you stay within the guidelines of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the downside of that is that if something does break, you either have to fix it up or you have to get somebody to fix it for you. Sure. Yep. You do have that responsibility as a homeowner. It is on you. But like you say, you are building up that equity, building up that ownership, increasing your financial security, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, I'll just give you a, a quick example that uh, my parents bought their home you know, back 50 years ago. They only paid back then $60,000. After my mother passed away here three years ago, we sold that property that she owned at $380,000. Trying to time the market is um, usually not a great strategy, right? That's advice that I've been given over the years. It's always tempting to say, oh, maybe next year the circumstances will be better. Oh, the interest rates will be different, be a different set of homes. Uh, but that's not, that's not really the best strategy, is it? No, no, it's not because like, like you know, we, we, we talked about, it's like the, um, I think the real estate market, buying a property is like, you know, being in the stock market, you know, it's, there's going to be cyclicals of going up and downs, but overall, if you keep it long enough, you know, the equity will build, will build up and you'll be in a better off situation. I mean, if perfect example is like my, my daughter wanted to buy a car back four years ago, three years ago before the uh, epidemic. And she said, oh, let's wait. 
maybe the used cars will go down a little bit. Well, guess what? <laughs> you know, they went up <laughs> instead of going down. And right, you know, and no and one knew that was going to happen. Nobody was going to know. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always say, you know, if you're ready to buy, you're you're in, you're in this situation, just buy. You know, and uh, and I'm a little bit older than uh, than maybe some of the people out there listening to us, but I've seen three cycles of uh, mm. homes going up and going down. I remember the last one where the market uh, dropped so tremendously. People were like, "Oh, should I leave my house? Should I leave my house?" Well, the ones that didn't leave the house, they kept them in the mortgage payments. Are benefiting it right now because they the house market increased, you know, one and a half times what they was you they were uh, worth a year and uh, you know 10, 12 years ago. That's right. Yeah, uh, buy it as when you can and hold on to it for as long as you can uh, is generally a good strategy. It's like you said, it's it's not 100%. Prices can go up, they can go down, but in general, a long-term strategy is successful. Is that right? Yes, correct. What do you think a first-time home buyer who's listening to this and is you know, just having the light bulb go off and they're like, wow, this is really great. I should try to pursue this. How do they, how do they start the process to see if they can qualify? Sure. I mean, we have a great website, masshousing.com. On the very top is a section where it says home ownership. They can click on the very first link where it says home buyers. That page will give them a lot of information about not only our products, but also what they need uh, to do, what are the 10 steps of owning your home. And the very first thing is they're on that site, they'll see also a, a place where they can uh, link to doing a home buying class. That's the very first step. Okay. they should do is, is is to do the home buying class. Those home buying classes are about six to eight hours long. Uh, some of the nonprofits listed on that page will do them on a half a day on Saturday. Other ones will do them two, uh, twice in a week time, four hours and four hours. Other ones will do them three times a week or four times a week. They can choose, okay. people can choose whatever is best for them. Mm-hmm. After, or as they're completing that home buying class, what they really should do is contact one of our lenders that we have approved to do all our mass housing programs. Okay. On that page, we have listed over 50 loan officers that um, throughout the last 12 months have done more mass housing mortgage programs than other loan officers. Okay. So we want to make sure that these customers, when they contact someone, they're contacting someone that's already been trained and is very good at knowing our program. So they'll be able to tell them right away what they qualify for. Okay. That's really the process. The lender is really the one that will help them out. The lender will actually give them a pre-approval. And then once they get the pre-approval, that's when they can start the process of uh, looking to buy the home. The seller and the realtor sellers usually, most of the time, are looking for the pre-approval to make sure that what the what you are as a first-time home buyer, as a customer uh, trying to buy that property, at least being pre-approved for it. Mm-hmm. And then once you know the mortgage is closed with the lender, with the attorney, realtor attorney for the lender, uh, and you're moving into your home, this is when uh, Mass Housing we purchase those those mortgages from our lenders. Okay, and that's truly how you become a customer of Mass Housing, the way we do all the service on your mortgage until you end up paying it off. When they call that lender, they should say specifically, like, I've heard about a mass housing loan. I've heard about this great down payment assistance. Do you have that? Can I get that? The question always comes up, can I have bad credit? Can I, do I need amazingly good credit? Can I have somewhere in between credit? What do you usually tell people about credit scores? Yeah, so the first thing I tell them that sometimes credit scores doesn't really get you an approval for a mortgage. Okay. It's a full application. 640 is a guide that you cannot have lower than 640 credit score. Okay. Uh, but, but having credit score of 645 or 640, 650 doesn't really mean that you actually will be 
qualify to get a mass housing mortgage, our lenders have to really first get you approved through their own system um, that they use to get an approval to say, yes, you qualify for these for a mortgage. Question for you, you know, as a, I'm putting myself in the position of the first time home buyer. Let's say I live in Worcester. Let's say together my spouse and I earn $100,000 together. We say we both earn $50,000. We have a combined household income of $100,000. Hopefully we qualify for some sort of down payment assistance from mass housing. I, I know that's not a lot of information. Say we have good credit. It's, you know, 660, 700, something like that. Generally, what home price should we be looking at? Just back of the envelope, just you know, a quick gut check. What what should we be looking at? Well, first of all, income alone doesn't give you the amount of a mortgage you're going to be able to get because it all depends on your the other debts that you might have at the present time when you're applying for the mortgage. Okay. Um, So, you know, the way they calculate the amount of mortgage that uh, you'll be able to qualify for is they take all of your credit cards, car loan payments, and then also your mortgage payment. And that's how they'll calculate it as a percentage of maximum for each one of the programs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to try to put you in to give you that maximum amount of a mortgage. So the less debts you have, where you only have your mortgage payment, the higher mortgage amount you'll be able to get, that means the higher value of a home you'll be able to afford and you'll be able to get. But so if you're in that scenario, 100,000, very limited debts other than the mortgage itself, you could be looking you know, at a property between 300 dollars and $400,000. Tell you a quick story. I know we- Yeah, <laughs> we, please. We short hand. We I, have five, I have five daughters and you know, two or three of them, they're in the ages of uh, mid twenties to over thirties. And they kept on asking me three, four years ago, dad, what should I do to buy a house? And I say, do this, do this. They go, no, I heard about from this other, my friend that that's not the right thing. Uh, oh, I heard from, uh, from my, this realtor that I'm talking to in Florida, they're saying something different. So I finally said to them is, listen, you don't want to listen to me, go and talk, go and take a home buying class. Okay. They took the home buying class. They came back and said, oh, my God, Dad, you were right. <laughs> Everything you were saying. <laughs> and plus, they go, I knew a lot more than other people in the home buying class. You know, and they said, thank you for pushing us. Now they ask me questions. They believe me right away. So. Oh, I love that. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they went to the class. Now they found out how smart Dad is. That's right. And they found out themselves, they were smarter than other people too, because there was a lot of other first time home buyers that like they didn't have somebody in the business like, you know, like I am. Yeah. But you know how how kids are, you know, they the father and mother never knows everything. You know, they always think of talking to other people. And then, you know, after me telling them all these things, they finally went to home buying class and they verified it. <laughs> so they was like, Yeah, daddy was right after all. That's great. <laughs> That's a great story. Well, Rocco, uh, last question, open mic. Any advice for the first time home buyer, particularly someone who's feeling a little jittery right now with all of the news about rising rates and and rising home prices? Um, What do you say to them? I say to you, if you're renting, you're probably already feeling the rising of your rent. Hmm. And if it hasn't hasn't been increased yet, it probably will be very shortly. So Hmm. get yourself educated, you know, talk to the right people, talk to a lender, see how much you can qualify for, what kind of type of mortgage you can get, and see what your payment is going to be versus the rent that you're paying right now, we'll be paying later on. Uh, Rents are being increased from what I'm hearing and, uh, you know, from what's going on in the market. So you might be better off owning Mm -hmm. a property. Don't wait. Do it now. Do it when you're ready. 
If you're not ready, just you know, do it when you are ready. And uh, doing these classes and getting yourself prepared and understanding the programs you're going to be looking for is the best way to, to do it. Awesome advice. Rocco, thank you so much for the time. Really been a pleasure speaking with you here on Home at Last in Mass. And uh, keep up the great work. Keep doing what you're doing, helping the first-time home buyer. Thank you, thank Rocco. You, Eric. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. All right. You too. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Home at Last in Mass. Closing thoughts? Go to masshousing.com, learn about our products and services. Sign up for that first-time homebuyer class. Keep saving for a down payment. Keep an eye on your credit score. Keep paying your bills on time. And you can do this, and before you know it, you'll be a homeowner. Good luck, everybody. See you next time. (music) 